Manamana. Hello and welcome to All Lockdown How We Laughed with today's special guest all the way from London, Anna Little, who's who's the host, who's a comedian and the host of a very special little night I've done a few times now called Frenzy. Anna's been going in comedy for, I don't know how long this is all stuff that I probably should have thought of before I started the podcast. It's fine, about four and a half years. Four and a half years, yeah, yeah. And um, she's a really good host, our night's a lot of fun, Frenzy, Fun Factory, it's on, um, you can find it, you can find the social media for it on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And basically check it out because it's a really cool night, it runs on Thursday nights and there's a new material section for kind of new material your comedians or people who are working in material and in the later part of the show is basically dedicated to sets. So check that out. And without much more waffle from me, I'll just hand you over to let Anna to let, let her tell you a bit about herself. How are you doing, Anna? I, I, I'm good, thanks. Uh, you know, I'm probably the least musical person that you'll ever find. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it could be the three da-da's and I'd be like, shit, I need to write them down, memorise them. Uh, so um, it's always it's always a good challenge. Um, <laughs> like well, really, I mean, uh, right, it's time it's time to come clean. It's, I, I don't really have a podcast. What this is is a search for the new uh, like Celine Dion, and I've yeah. this part. <laughs> yeah, came to the wrong place. I've thus far failed to find her, but you know she's out there. I'll, I'll my heart <laughs> will go on. I'll get her. Like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. no, no, it's cool. Let's, yeah, as you said, like, um, it, it, it's fun. Like, uh, it's great. It's, it's fun to have so many and meet people online. Like, I, you know, doing online gigs is it was a bit of a challenge. I'm sure we've all kind of like gone, oh, it's a new area. It's outside our comfort areas. We used to do live gigs. And yeah. does this work? Is this possible? But it, it's just so much fun. And I think the people that met on the way in the last few months, I would never have met sort of face-to-face straight away on a circuit. So it's it's quite oh, a, yeah. you know, this is a circuit, I think, really. Oh, yeah, absolutely, well. yeah. It's so, became its own thing. Yeah, so true. And, and we all, no one, like, just because of the pandemic and people got corona, not everybody, yeah. or a lot of people didn't get, haven't got corona. Um, anyway, <laughs> it doesn't mean that we still, you know, don't want to be entertained. We don't we want to be, everyone wants to be entertained regardless of, so it's, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, one thing I, I, I take from it is, um, see, I, I struggle quite a lot socially. Like, I just, um, I get really anxious around people and stuff. And like, it's obviously a thing I'll need to overcome if I, if I want to do comedy. But doing the online gigs and getting to meet people online and doing it from the house, it's, um, it's given me so much more confidence in my ability as a comedian. You know, it's, yeah. it, it, it couldn't have happened at a more fortuitous time for me. And it, I feel guilty saying that because it's been such a devastating blow to the entire world. But the, the online um, comedy thing's been, it's been a godsend for me, you know? And it, I, I, I genuinely would, would sacrifice the benefits to, for it not to have happened. But like, like you were saying a minute ago, you know, it's, it's, you, 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 seizing the opportunity to meet people from around the world and get to see comedians from around the world and, and connecting with people. It's, um, it's, it's been making a, 
it's been making a, a big positive about a massive negative, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with Exit. You know, there's nothing going, you know, the world is struggling, there's so many things going on. But at the end of the day, like, we've just found, I think, by going online, we've adapted, and it is about adapting to a thing. Like, My adapt you know, or die, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, adapt, make a dick out of yourself, or die, and make a dick out of yourself. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it, it, it's, it's strange because I, I was looking, well, not strange, but I was looking back I kind of on the first few gigs I did with Frenzy and, and I'm, I'm, I, you know, with technology, like it makes me nervous, but like math, if someone doesn't like math, I don't know, math gets get sweats, but I'm yeah. working with it, you know, and then, um, but it's, it's kind of a nice journey to be like, whether comedy's off stage or you know, on a stage or off stage and online, it, it's still comedy, it's still us. Um, mm. It's probably more heightened in a sense. Um, it's sort of got us more clued up on like how we are as well. And, and also looking back, um, I think a lot of people, and I know I didn't do this, especially even like with live gigs, I didn't really video my stuff and look back at gigs. So yeah. this is something that's kind of, it's part of the process, I think, with a lot of, sort of online gigs. You look back and go, oh, wow. And you can really kind of enjoy watching gigs yeah. as well. Like something, you know, we go to live gig, that was a great gig. That's it. Next gig was live gigs. And now we're like, that was a cool online gig. Oh, you know what? I want to watch that again. Oh, wow. That was cool. That was a great line. And so kind of appreciate it in different ways, I think. Well, there was, uh, this was being discussed last night on um, Displaced Comedians group. And this very issue about, but I'm, I actually recorded myself anyway. I recorded myself since before my first gig at a workshop that I, I, I worked at. Um, I, I went to before before my first gig, you know. And um, I got into the habit of recording myself because I realised somebody that somebody actually recorded me without my permission, and I seen it, and I was like, oh my god! And the the, the feeling that I had watching myself versus the reaction that the person that had recorded that had. I was like, right, well, this um, this fear of looking at myself is something I'm going to have to get over, you know. So I just I just basically recorded every single gig, and I just that 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 cringy feeling that you get when you look at your, yourself and you hear yourself talk, it's 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 gone for me now because I'm so used to watching the videos. But with Zoom, somebody pointed out in this conversation and displaced comedians last night that you actually get to see close-ups in your audience's face that you yeah, wouldn't yeah. get from a normal gig recording, you know? So that's that's a positive right there, actually seeing people's face reacting to your material or your jokes or whatever, you know, it's... Um, it, yeah, it, it, it is, it's like always seeing the front row. Yeah, totally, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes uncomfortably so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, in a normal gig, right, you wouldn't hear somebody saying, what the fuck, right in your ear. <laughs> This is, yeah, this is the thing. I think a lot of people, and uh, anyone who's watching, hey, what's that? I mean, would you know? We're just watching them. They can't hear us, or can they? But it is again, even the audience are more heightened as well. So <laughs> both ways. I mean, you could fart for a, a joke, the audience member, and we'd be like, "Oh, was that a laugh? Or that was a fart? We'll just carry on." I, don't know. <laughs> I think heightened. Yeah. <laughs> there was a gig I done in America um, about six weeks ago or something. <laughs> I can't remember if it was a feedback mic or a writing group or just a normal gig, but when I when I got in the room and I started talking, there was this like 90 year old New York woman and she was going, what? 
what's she saying? What? <laughs> what? I can't make out Sheila. Do you know what he's saying? <laughs> I, was, I don't know, but he's hot though. <laughs> All right, so I basically take offense, you not understand, and it's nice to be called hot, but a bit creepy to be called hot of a nine year old woman. This is this is weird. <laughs> Can I get out, please? <laughs> and and, then, and <laughs> that's brilliant. And this is the thing, if it was I think Phil was in a live gig, she probably wouldn't have gone, Oh, can I you know, but because people are in the comfort of their own homes, it's just like, Oh well, I'm just gonna hit the fridge or do this or do that and because they think not they're not being what <laughs> but it's it's like yeah, we could see that too. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. yeah. But it's but it's um yeah, it's it is, it is actually getting to know people. Like it's there's a lot taken away from the fact that you're not physically in the same space as people. But the fact that we're all in our own homes and comfortable in our own homes does let us get to know people a bit more. You know, so I've I've made some really good friends online. You know, and like it's it's been it's been amazing. You know. Yeah, it it is, and I think it it really is getting that past that because it is the. It's the unknown, I think. It's just getting past the kind of unknown and past the kind of, it's uncomfortable to start with. I know that there's been plenty few gigs at the start with friends even when I was starting it. And I was like, oh my God, I hate technology. What am I doing? But I really want to perform. I've just got to get past this uncomfortable yeah. side and wide through it. And it took about a month, maybe more, probably more, to start going, actually, I'm enjoying it. But it's yeah. the same even like when you first stand do stand up, let you know, just live. It's it's yeah. just a kind of finding out that way and realizing it's still you. You're still being that person. It's just kind yeah. of yeah. It's, it's but really I think fun. I think as well the fact that we're all in our own homes and we're just logging on um, to to wherever in the world it it it, it gets to the sort of core of who we are as comedians. I think I think people are more comfortable to be themselves. Like, I mean, I, st I, st I still stand up and I realise I'm kind of in a minority doing that. A lot of people don't stand up, but I took some lessons from a pretty good um, teacher at comedy back in like June or July. And she, she just like, she just wouldn't let me sit down basically for during those lessons. She was like, you have to stand up, you know? And it, it, I was still like, getting, I was so nervous doing it for, I was touching my nose and touching my ear. I'm doing this, but people can only hear this. You can see it, but people can only hear me saying that I'm touching my ear and my nose. But anyway, yeah. um, and she, she she got me out of that really bad habit as well, you know. And it, I would like to sort of tell more people to stand up, but it's not really my business, you know, like whether or not people stand up. But I think it brings a different energy when you actually stand up, you know. It's interesting. It's interesting you say that because I I think it's just how you sit, and as long as you're open, because I I know that when I'm if I like I don't think I do it so much now when I do live gigs, but I know for yeah. the first year. My thing, like, you know, you touching your nose and things. My nerve thing was I would pace or I'd walk. Yeah, I've done that as well. Yeah, and I noticed the version of me doing that, but sitting down was me at the start, always doing this, swinging yeah. my chair. So that was equivalent of me walking and unnecessary kind of movement on my feet. Yeah. So I think it's just about matching ground oneself and feel comfortable with whatever that's sitting or standing. Because it's long, yeah. you know, I think it works both ways, whether it's sitting or standing. There we go, there's that swing. But I didn't notice that until I watched myself back. Yeah. Um, at times like, I keep doing that. And that's, that's, I know that's, uh, I, you know, so 
Um, I, I, I think both works. It really just oh, yeah, depends. Yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't mean to say like it doesn't work. I just mean for me it was a massive um, difference, you know? Yeah. I think I think I think one thing I've been doing in lockdown as well is working on the things that I couldn't work on in stage. I'm actually almost frightened to get back on stage because I'm I'm worried that all those bad habits are going to come back because I've managed to you know drastically improve my stage presence when there's been no stage to stand on. <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting because I've done a few gigs since sort of doing I've got a couple coming up and I don't know everyone's journey is different with it and how they find. Yeah. I actually felt more comfortable or more kind of not as nervous going on stage now since doing online because yeah yeah, because I feel like um there is kind of a thing we we do there was it's kind of work for expressions and things like that so I think when it could be it's more detailed it's more heightened uh, on screen. Absolutely, yeah. I've, I've noticed that in my own performances, like that, that I'm selling the jokes from my face more and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm realising I'm having more confidence in my ability by watching my gigs and I, I realise I'm doing things now without even thinking about them like, you know, like just certain acts in my set or whatever, like the very start of my set when I say it's like, you know, it's like being in a kidnap video and I really sell that, you know, yeah. like in it, um, I'm just, I'm just hoping that I can translate that stuff onto stage because my, my stage presence and my confidence were like almost at an all-time low just before lockdown, and the all-time low was actually a few months before that. You know, it was um, just a fucking fucked-up time in my personal life and stuff. And I'm hoping that that learning a lot more about selling the jokes and believing in the material will translate to live gigs when I get back out there. You know. So you said yeah. that um, you said that you've done a couple of live gigs. How did you find that? So I, I've um, done a few uh, when the summer one came up. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, I, I didn't, I suppose I was so excited just to be like around humans and I didn't really kind of <laughs> think too much. Normally I'd be like, okay, you know, um, I think it was, and I, I had a lot of fun. I think it was, uh, I, I was surprised to be honest. And, yeah. and I think and it was also nice the audience were appreciative of the artists and the comics coming up. So I think yeah. that helped. And also, you know, to, over the last few weeks, months, I suppose like doing, especially with hosting as well, each yeah. churning material, like whether it's fully edited or not and going yeah, back on yeah. it. So by the time I went in, I was like, okay, cool. This is, but I found myself being a bit more sort of, not moving as much as I normally yeah. would um, because I felt more confident in like what I was saying and using yeah. my face more. So I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. And I, I think personally, I think that online for me has actually helped my performance uh, live as well. Yeah. So, and how I feel going on live myself. So, so where, where were the gigs that you actually performed? Was it like um, beer gardens or was it like, did you manage any indoors? Yeah, um, I mean, there was sort of like sort of a friend's house, um, and then uh, there was one in North London as well. So um, I've got my shortage coming up. So a couple up there, mm-hmm. spread around, and then yeah, friends a couple of times. So and then yeah, so uh, it's been sort of mixed, yeah. which is good. <laughs> um, yeah. 
But you know, you're, you're talking about being a host of Manico. I mean, you're a good host. Of, you know, I've done it because a couple of times or a few times. And um, I've always, I've never been like, oh my God, I wish you would, you know, do the job right. And you've always done, done it really well. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't have thought you were struggling at all. You know? Thanks. Well, um, I, I do sometimes when I do watch, but I go, oh God, is that thing you're just doing sets, which is great. Um, and it's nice to sort of have that break, and and that's why I really like doing sort of other online gigs. Other people yeah. I just focus on the set, and but as you know, like when you're fixing so many things, and I I don't want to really say the same material every week, but even though yeah. I'm not doing a set, but it's in between, and it's helped kind of sharpen my mind a little bit. And yeah, sort of, it's yeah, it's it's a challenge. Because you, like, you know, at the end of the day, when when people watch a gig and they're like, okay, we got new acts. That's the same house, but I don't. I don't want to be that person to say say stuff every single time. Yeah. So and I, and I like that challenge, even though the, the two was not as going to be as edited as yeah the act in their set and there's a sharp. It's kind of yeah. it's scary, but it's, it's fun. Well, I, f- I felt a bit guilty about that because the last time I'd done your night, it was like new material night, and it was like the exact same set I'd done a two, two or three weeks before. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about that. You know, but I mean, I, I always say this, but my set right now is good. and I, I can see no earthly reason to dump it other than that I'm bored with it. <laughs> you know, like, Keep and, it, it works. Because, yeah, it, yeah and it's, 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 it's getting into that spirit of actually acting it out now, you know? Like, exactly, and uh, new material, like how, how, how long is new material? That like, can be yeah. for quite a while until you finish it, feel like it's polished, I think. Yeah. You know, so it's, you know, I mean, great if it lands the first time, it, a lot of the time it takes work. Like, I mean, I've used material, I've done this, and I've put it somewhere different, and people go, oh, I've heard that bit, but I haven't heard that bit, or heard yeah. that bit, but it sounded so different. So new material could be, you could use it, so said it so many times in so many different ways, or, yeah, yeah. you know. But it's, 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 it's just a shame that it's got lockdowns lasted so long that I've actually got bored of my lockdowns. <laughs> you know, it's, hopefully this shit's going to be over soon, but it doesn't it's, look it, like it's going to happen anytime soon, you know? It's, 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 it's crazy. It's, uh, I'm just kind of glad that it's kind of like went on to line nine. I had a couple of friends who did it and I was like, Oh, I, you know, sort of down at Brooke as well. I saw them yeah. doing it and then, you know, and I was like, oh, let's do this. Yeah. But it was, initially it was the technology that scared me. It still does. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing is what people don't realise is, you know, like, I mean, you're more uh, savvy with tech. I, I literally, if I can't get something right, I start like going really nervous. And then I'm like, yes. hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Inside, like, you know, like, it's okay, guys. We're safe, we're safe. Fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah, first that. Finally. Uh, but. but another good, another good thing about your night as well is that you you, you have um, some comedians and friends that aren't performing in the room. And I've 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 feel, I'm I'm so busy with comedy that I just I just can't sit and watch other gigs. Like I've got so many gigs. I do so many podcasts a week that I just. I'd, I'd love to be able to come in. I feel as if I'm being unsupportive, not coming in um, on a Thursday night, like when I'm not on, you know. But I, I think I think it's a fantastic, and I think it's a mark, a hallmark of a good um, night that you've got. The fact that so many acts do come in when they're not performing, you know. Like yeah, I think, and I think it's cool, and I fully we all get it. Like I don't expect anyone to come in, and yeah. and it's not initially before streaming. Actually, we had 
they were sort of nice. We had about sort of 15, 20 audience and it, that yeah. was cool. And then, and then it was just like, that's too much to expect of people to keep asking to come back. Yeah. And I like to send a reminder and I don't want to be too heavy. It's just like, look, if you're at least, so this is why the streaming, it's cool because it's like, well, people are watching from the outside. So as yeah. long as, you know, we're all supportive with, with our acts inside and there's still a good energy, people will get that outside. Same, because it's yeah. as long as it's fun. It's like, I, I'm the same. Like, I mean, I like to watch some gigs from streaming or outside. I can't always because it's the same as you know. We've got our lives as well. We've got other yeah. things going on, so no, I fully yeah. get it. So that's why I went on to streaming. Yeah. Have, have you like um, you, you, you're, you've done a really beautifully edited um, video for me um, a few weeks ago? Are you still doing? Are you still doing that? Like, yeah. So um, this is uh, Carl Davies does that, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, part of friends and that he's he's a comic himself, and it's great because he does comedy and he's um, trained in yeah. sort of graphics and tech, uh, which is brilliant. So he sort of we've kind of combined forces in that sense, yeah. which is really cool because it means people get their clip. So that, that's quite a new thing. I think it's happened, happened in the last three, four weeks. Yeah, well, so. it's, um, I'll say any comedians listening, if you want to get a, a set, if you want to perform and get a good video of your set, then Friends is the place to go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. But, um, so what, what, what is your plans for the new year? So the new year, um, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to going home, seeing my family. I've already been to your Um, so oh, from m- many areas. So Scotland, <laughs> what up in Scotland? Um, oh, yeah. Brilliant, but, did, but um, do you know Elgin? Yeah, that's Morisha. Morisha, yeah, yeah, yeah. Morisha, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're up there, um, and then lived in Kent for a little bit from yeah. like up there to right there and then <laughs> yeah. yeah I know so not um, quite one's end to John O'Groats but not far off it like <laughs> or vice versa yeah. yeah and then London quite a while so right, right. oh yeah you can, I can tell you've been in London for a while <laughs> well, I know it's a bit of Ramsgate in it in yeah a little London. bit whoa a little bit way <laughs> yeah mate yeah mate yeah <laughs> so um so I'm quite looking forward to having a few days of Christmas and then New Year Hopefully, I'll be refreshed by then, and I reckon it will start sort of friends in New Year's Eve. Yeah, well, it looks like a good gig, man. I'm still hoping so, to be a part of that. So, and then, yeah, and then into the new year next year, well, it's just kind of just building, isn't it? And just sort of, yeah. I think, even once fingers crossed, like all the live gigs do come back at some point and we'll get back to some, especially. Artists, there is a normality because I think there's a lot of yeah, it hasn't been fair, even yeah. like with actors, dancers. And so, hopefully, believe them when that does happen. I I want to stick to doing both, like keeping oh, yeah, you know, pres- um, it's Kyle, somebody, um, I can't remember his second name, Kyle, that does GB comedy, Kyle Wallace, yeah, Kyle Wallace, yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's already started doing two live gigs a week, plus, he's keeping the online gig going. Yeah, and I, I think I, I think that's absolutely, absolutely the way to go because I mean I think we don't know when the lockdowns are going to happen again. We don't know when the cases are going to spike. We don't we don't even really know if if this vaccine is going to be effective against any further mutations or waves. Yeah, 
you know. So I think yeah. it's it's wise to keep to keep both going. But I mean, it's to be honest with you, I mean, the the, the Zoom scene that sprang up is absolutely perfect for trying out new material for networking and just connecting with people. So there's so many things like people just logging on and, and chatting as comedians. You know, it, it it's it's. It's, it's it's been one of the one of the only real high points of a very very dark time for a lot of us, no? Absolutely, for sure. I mean, I I don't know <laughs> what I would have done. I I mean, <laughs> I bought a bike at the end, at the at the start of the uh, lockdown. I cycled. And I was like, there's only so much I can cycle. And then I yeah. did the app and tried to teach myself chess. You know, I lost a few hours a day for that. Was that before <laughs> or after like, you watched? Was that before or after you watched The Queen's Gambit? <laughs> I read, do you know what? I've only just finished The Queen's Gambit the other night. All right, yeah, yeah. I know. I was a, I'm a late watcher on that. Great, great. I've not, see, I've not <laughs> seen it yet, but I've noticed loads of people talking about chess since it came out. <laughs> it's, it's a, maybe it's a lockdown trend. We've got to do something. Uh, and I have to say, the months that uh, <clears throat> I did... And hours I did spend doing chess. I, I'm not even near <laughs> beginner stage. <laughs> I'm not even know, as I'm, good. I'm, chess has always intrigued me. I've always thought it's a great game. I've always been absolutely rubbish at it. Like <laughs> I, I used to have, I used to have a little game on my phone, like my old Sony Ericsson, like ten, ten years ago or whatever. And it had like, I had settings. For, <laughs> I had settings for like to play chess, and it, it was like you know. It was like genius level, um, okay level, moderate level, normal level, and monkey level, right? <laughs> Actually, it was <laughs> monkey level, right? And I could only ever beat the computer on monkey level. <laughs> and it, 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 it kind of takes yeah. the fun out of it when you know the computers haven't, you know, used like two. 2k of memory to, to beat you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, and I used to get pissed off, be like, the thing is, I say, like, when you've got that time, you're chilling out and you really want to kind of learn it, like, be like four hours going past, and you're like, damn, what's the time? <laughs> and, and in the computer, the amount of times, I mean, like, I like, like the comments are great. Like, I would get a lot of, uh, well, it's a, it's a usual kind of move for a beginner's level, or should we have a cup of coffee now, or this? <laughs> All right, all right, coach. Yeah. <laughs> Never had monkeys level, but <laughs> <laughs> this guy's coming up. They said, you know, you've been here for nine hours and you're still not any better at chess. Maybe this isn't your game. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, maybe it, maybe that is. <laughs> chess is the pandemic game. <laughs> yeah, but, no, but it's a great game. I do, I do appreciate chess, but I'm fucking hopeless at it. Like, I really am. <laughs> I think it requires a level of thinking that I'm not quite um, adept at. I don't know. But so have you enjoyed anything else under lockdown? Like, um... uh, I did. That was pretty much my thing. Like yeah. cycling, chests, uh, gigs, while sort of doing stuff frenzy. I'm quite fortunate. I've got like a, like a little balcony. So I did a lot of sunbathing and going yeah. to park her. Got a good tan. It's all gone now. Oh, well, um, yeah, it's December now, so I wouldn't use sunbathing anymore. I know. I was hoping it would last a bit longer. Um, 
So I did that. So I, cycling's great with the lockdown when all the roads were just so empty, which is brilliant. Yeah. Um, and then everything lifted and it just crazy drivers came back out. And I was like, well, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was, I was going in really long walks about my neighbourhood at the start of lockdown. And like, I was enjoying oh. taking walks and getting nice photographs around my neighbourhood and stuff. But I'm genuinely, absolutely sick to death of the same streets now. I just, I'm like, even if it's a different season, I'm like, fucking this street again, you again, you fucking neighbour, fuck you, I've seen you 40 times this week. And like, I, start, I, started, I started getting on a train to go like, you know, like two neighbourhoods over or something. And then I'm like, but am I not, am I not basically, you know, sort of breaking quarantine by even getting on a train just so I can have a, a less boring walk? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly sitting in the train feeling guilty about it. Like I shouldn't be on this train. I'm only just on this train because I, I hate my neighbor. Yeah, this is this is not essential travel. <laughs> this is selfish travel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, but it, it's yeah. But even like walking, like the, the yeah, not um, activities were also going to the shop and getting. I mean, I would go to the shop maybe two, three times a day. So I'd buy some milk and bread and then come back and be like, well, I'll go and get some butter. But everything would just be little bits. I was like, well, I've got the time. Why not? One of our look at can of beans as if they're like, you know, toys and hamleys, you know, da da da, it's amazing to be out kind of thing. Yeah. Um, there, was a, there was a time, there was a, there was a time back in about April or May, then I would go to the shops, right? I would, just, I would tend to go to the shops quite late, about eight or, eight or nine at night. And practically every time I went into shops, there was somebody drunk, getting booze, arguing with the people in the shop. And I'm like, these are the assholes that would be getting kicked out of the pub. But it's just that there's nobody to kick them out in the shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like, where's that drama, man? We need to like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, surely you can, no matter how drunk you are, surely you can get it together to buy a 10-pack of tenant super. Like, do you know what I mean? And then fuck off again. You don't need to stand fighting with the checkout person, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I think, I think people were just kind of losing it back then. Yeah, it, it's weird because I, I know that just in the first two weeks, I went the other way. I mean, I know a lot of people kind of drank more. I went the other way and I didn't drink anything for two weeks. Maybe right, I had right. the odd drink once a week or twice a week, if that. So I kind of went that way. And then the minute lockdown lifted, I went crazy and was like, oh! <laughs> And uh, then another lockdown. Oh, calm down. So that was interesting to learn about myself. I was like, oh, okay. This is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was just, I was just skin. Maybe that was what I was saying. <laughs> Damn it, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, I don't drink at all. I haven't drank for a long time. So it never, it wasn't really an issue for me with drink. But um, I did, I, I went to the pub a few times to meet friends and stuff like that when we were allowed back in the pubs, you know? And it was, it was just a, 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 a different feeling. In the pub, it was like, yeah. it was especially because music was banned in pubs in Scotland in July. So, and the the, the scientific thinking behind that is that because people need to lean over in each other's ears and shout when there's music on. So therefore, all music had to be banned for some reason. And you're like, could you not just make the music low so that people can talk? Like, yeah. But that that had a kind of knock-on effect in the confidence of people being able to do comedy nights and whatnot, or, or, or any kind of entertainment. In a pub because you couldn't play music, which is the the staple of any entertainment, you know, because any any entertainment in a pub kind of revolves around being able to put the PA on and while things aren't happening, you know. So it's 
and it was um, that was a strange one. No music in pubs. It was very draconian. And and was it? Is it kind of? And the decimals they were saying it was like it had to be like um, eighty five minimum, eighty five plus decimals. Something can be above mm. eighty five, and it was just like. But then I saw I haven't didn't read the full article, but I saw some of it when they were saying because the whole food thing now, like you know, yeah. you can have a drink if you have you know sort of uh, a meal, substantial meal. And I don't know if they, I don't think they will go through with it, but they were trying to put out possibly um, if there's bars with bands in, you can buy beer and not have food. But it's just like, well, that looks like, where's the logic in that? Oh, mm. oh I'll have a beer and a plate of music, please. Like, it just doesn't, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And also, still, whether, whether a Scotch egg constitutes a hearty meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the fuck? <laughs> This is ridiculous. Well, how big's yeah. a Scotch egg? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. Yeah. We always had a, 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 a unique licensing law like that in Glasgow anyway, where you have to buy a breakfast item to get a pub at seven, to get a pint at 7 a.m. Like, and I was, I, I don't know what it's like now, because like I say I haven't drank for a long time, but I used to drink pretty hardcore and be up all night taking coke and whatnot. And go to these pubs at like seven in the morning, and every time you go to the pub, like there'll be about fifty empty rolls lying up, lying in the floor. <laughs> like if you were, if you were wasted enough, like you'd, you'd maybe manage to eat the sausage or the bacon or the egg or whatever, but you would just toss the roll in the floor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's. I mean, I mean, that's quite impressive. I didn't realise they served like breakfast and stuff. Like you didn't realise they had breakfast in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> That was no, how they introduced I, it. <laughs> I know. I, I'm drunk in Aberdeen, not Glasgow. I'm drunk in Aberdeen, and I, they're they're good drinkers. They're not as good as maybe Glasgow, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. one of my last gigs before lockdown was in Aberdeen, um, a place called Down in the Park. And it was um, it was quite a good wee gig, but it's I see. I've I actually done quite a lot of travel under lockdown as well, not like for anything, but other than the fact that you couldn't go anywhere. But you could basically drive. There was no nothing stopping you going to like really nice, you know, natural spots. So me and my girlfriend were all over the place, you know. And if somebody had told me the amount of places I was going to visit this year, I would have automatically assumed it was to do with comedy. So they would have said, yeah. "You're going to visit all these lovely places. You're going to get to see Scotland as you've never seen it before, despite having spent forty-three years there." <laughs> but you're not going to get to do any live gigs until what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> I remember like I think I came back from the shop one well I came back to the house at one point it was through the summer I was, I was missing live gigs so I was like well there was only one person one audience member at my gig and they were like what are you talking about it was like it was a shopkeeper <laughs> you know, was like, I am desperate <laughs> and they were like oh <laughs> I used to make that joke with some of my friends. I'd be like, why don't we just start doing jokes on Silky Hall Street? <laughs> you know, we probably have more of an audience in a lot of open spot nights anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they were quite receptive. Hmm. <laughs> that, was, that was a brilliant audience. Three people stayed for two of the jokes. Not the same three people for both jokes, but still, you know. <laughs> Six yeah. people heard some of my stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> Not a bad turnover there. <laughs> They're still coming in. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, if it hadn't been for the Zoom scene and like 
and been able to do some comedy things, man. I think I would have went out to Sucky Hall Street and started just shouting my shit at random strangers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'll tell you what, I'd have done a better job of it than those creepy fucking religious fuckers that are out in Buchanan Street, so... <laughs> yeah, and, and, it, and, and it really is. It's, it's, it is a test of... <laughs> I think kind of people kind of finding their feet more, but yeah, it's a test yeah. of what is it that keeps us sane uh, yeah. and how we learn as ourselves as characters, yeah. things like that. Because I was like, I can do this. I mean, there were times more through the summer, I think I had a couple of wobbles where I was just like having cereal and then be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just crying and be like, what the fuck is going on in my life? <laughs> you know, just a bowl of cereal. <laughs> and I was like, the hell, Hannah? Like, and then I was like, this is the lockdown effect. Come on. But it hits <laughs> in different ways. <laughs> yeah. it's just like, but it, when you can kind of find, and I, that is something, and I, I put that on YouTube, it is on Friends. If you go right to the bottom, at this kind of towards the start, I put down like, um, it's a, it was a strange character I put up. It's a don'ts list, Corona yeah. don'ts list. Right, I think right. I did that within the first like two weeks you can see on my youtube on the frenzy page if you just go to the bottom of the thing yeah. um and it's just basically me doing like five ten minutes of a board of going these are the don'ts that you, you know <laughs> do for corona and it's my character just going a little crazy before my <laughs> started so uh, <laughs> but yeah we 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 we'll find our own ways i think yeah. um, i think i think we'll work at the worst of it and the fact that globally and the fact that we're all going for it together it's not like it's just one area people kind of go oh you know like we're here to support each other and whatever ways it need be i think i think i think as a society right now we're at a point of exasperation and um almost a kind of intolerance to the lockdown but we're past the point of the desperation that a lot of people felt in the first kind of four months, you know, like it's, it's not, it doesn't feel as depressing and as desperate as it does, but when we're all fucking heartily sick of it, you know, yeah. and it's a, a lot, a lot of that is to do with the lack of leadership, you know. It's, yeah, and it's also like, come on, the government, I like, this is not the olden days, this is not when you can say to people, this is how it is, and we'll go, yes, okay, because we don't Stop know anything better. We yes, have so. the internet, we have information, so don't try and fool us with certain things, you know, that, that's that's what's frustrating on how I see it. Also, as well, we're, we're like, in Britain, we're watching a guy who couldn't avoid being one of the first idiots to fucking catch this virus try and negotiate an extremely complicated trade deal with Europe, you know, and it's like he couldn't even avoid the virus for the first fucking six weeks, you know, and our mind get us out of Europe safely. Yeah, <laughs> and also there's, um, like, I, I want to read up on it more, there's a guy who studied about coronavirus and I don't know exactly how many years, but I think it's up to 30 years, 20 to 30 years. He studied this, specialised on it, and they knew yeah. about it, but they never asked him. Right. So he's an expert, but they've never asked him. And it's like, well, why is that? Yeah. You know, it's just like, well, well yeah. we've, in, in Scotland, we've got a guy who's the, the chief um, medical advisor to do with the, the virus stuff, who's actually a fucking dentist. <laughs> I mean, dentist, dentistry is, you know, is a, is, a, is a fine thing, but I wouldn't want, like, 
my dentist tell me how to avoid the virus. Do you know what I mean? I would want a guy that studied it, you know? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't know, you know, it seems like, uh, you know, waiters and waitresses are becoming medical experts as well, you know, they're telling us, you know, everyone's suddenly getting these qualifications. To, it's, it's, uh, quite, it's, quite, it's quite funny seeing like conspiracy theorists and stuff like that on Facebook, and they're, they're shouting and bawling all this stuff about, you know, about whether whether it's a hoax or, you know, whatever, and, and or like, try to provide medical facts stating something about the, the virus and you're like I, I can't see the people the, the scientists in the labs really cutting on it in your post you know, <laughs> be like, you know what i think i think i think i think jenny from brexley's got it right i think we're doing all this wrong you know it's a bit, yeah and it it's so confusing as well yeah. then i think that's what it is it's also like we're just like what like how <laughs> comprehending it how like the human Mine is like, and we're intelligent speech is the most intelligent. Like, it's like, oh, hang on a minute. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's insane. But I we're getting so. used to the insanity even more. So yeah. that's a good thing. I want, I tuned, <laughs> but I tuned to it. But it's, it's, I mean, it's a cacophony of, of opinion as well, you know. I mean, I've talked about this a lot in the show, but I'm so heartily sick of social media. But I need it for comedy, you know. And I, 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 I'm the first to admit I'm, I, I'm on social media way too much. But it's, it's, it's not beneficial to your mental health, especially not in this situation. You know, it's because you're just looking at all these different opinions and you're just like, oh my God, man. Like, and then when you actually read a newspaper, you, you can see why somebody Donald Trump, like Donald Trump gets away with shouting fake news for actual fucking yeah. well-researched articles because everything seems like fake news now, you know? Yeah, but I think and I agree with like the social media side, like, too much of anything is not helping yeah and i think like i agree like i find myself just being like too much social media but then i i've sort of said to myself look it's my choice if i put the phone down and turn it off sometimes i'll just put it on airplane mode or turn yeah. it off for a few hours and be like all right let's okay let's not play chess but let's read okay <laughs> or do something else so it's it's, it's finding a discipline because it is easy to do that and then it's like does the mind want to be bored or things like that but and that's why you know i will make sure i go out every single day have some kind of exercise and yeah but the fact that it's the we're aware of that becoming aware of that you know there's also also a feeling like with with traditional books and things like that they're they're not as appealing to read because they're not interactive (laughs) it's like if you read that book written in 1944 or something you can't you can't immediately disagree with the author and call them out on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Aldous Huxley, you're completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm getting you cancelled. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's, it's, there's no kind of patience for stuff. All of this, I've got, you know, it's... It's interesting, yeah. And we're more interested in like Netflix and fucking Facebook and things that are immediately happening. Like I don't, I don't get it, man. But I, I know I'm, I know I'm part of the problem by participating so much in social media and online activity. You know. I mean, we all do. Like, I mean, my dad. I think before this, he he doesn't. He's he's more of a big reader, and he's been using Facebook a lot more. And he's you know sort of obviously a lot older than I am, and he's his generation is reading. And he was like this. I can see why everyone's hooked and addictive. It's very yeah. time consuming social media. It's like it's, you know, I've been on that all day and I didn't think I'd ever so yeah, it's it's dangerous. Yeah. It's coming. Totally it's nice. just being aware of it. And also 
with Facebook, post what you want to post. You don't have to post. And like, we're all in control of what we put on there, what we read, yeah. what we take in. It's just being aware of it. But that's hard because, you know, I go for times where I'm like, damn it, I've been on here for ages. I need to eat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't eat my phone because I need it for social media. <laughs> just like the nine hours of chess, you've been on Facebook for nine hours. You're not any better at it. <laughs> 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 if anything, you're worse. Like, you're <laughs> I've gone blind by the blaze. Like well, we all know that. Like you know, refreshing your page and you, you don't see any red at the top of your Facebook feed, and you're like, oh my god, nobody loves me. I've seen it a few times, and it is. Let us say, like you we have like more the, the dopamine levels we get more dopamine levels something increases yeah. we get likes it's kind of thing yeah. um so that's cool but i'm more like so i see something and i've got likes and then i'll go back on it an hour or something and then i have one less like and like, who unliked it <laughs> which one of you fuckers unliked my post <laughs> and then i'll be like <laughs> and then i'll be playing my way so fucking Start, starting to message your friends. Did you, did you unlike that and why? Like, yeah. Fuck off, it's four in the morning. <laughs> I have it a couple of times, I was like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, isn't it, man? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's clever. Yeah, it's got Facebook, David's algorithms. They've got this, they've got it, they've got us hooked. It's a drug. If it can be, it's not. But it can be. But however, it's it's happened with the Zoom, so which is cool. Well, I mean, it's, uh, without the social media, I don't think we would have the the, the the Zoom scene and stuff like that. So we just need to take from it. And it's, I mean, it's although we're sitting laughing about it and stuff, and it's we're also talking about it seriously. And it's if you recognise something's a problem, then um, it, that's something. Do you know what I mean? It's something that we can all work towards. Sort yeah. of changing and and not being so like. Not letting it make us all mental. <laughs> you know, they've got drugs for that. <laughs> it's true. I think it's just how, but it's like anything. It's just how the, like, you know, like we don't, you know, no one wants to over exercise or overdo anything. It's just yeah. moderation or anything, isn't it? Just learning it. And I the think I, yeah. I, th I think for now we can definitely all be forgiven for overusing these things a wee bit because, like, that's, that's, there's not much going on, you know? Like, yeah. Other than gigs and, you know, frenzies want to check out. Listeners, make sure you tune into Frenzy on Thursdays. And uh, with that, I'm just going to thank you for coming on the show. And it's been great to have you. And um, you. hopefully you'll come on next year and tell us how you've been getting on. Cool. Well, uh, hopefully we'll see you in the new year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought you said next year. <laughs> All right, right. No, no, I mean, I mean, for this, if you come on the show next year and tell us how you've been sort of getting on, you know. Wait, even better. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, well cheers. Thanks thank very much, you. Anna. Mana, mana. Do, 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 do. Manamana, did it, 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 did